0: Hi, and welcome back to GC365. Today is day 292. My name is Shay, I'm an intern with middle school and high school, and I have... I'm Haley, I am on the worship team for middle school
1: and high school, and I am also a junior intern for Cami. Yeah,
0: so we kind of are pretty involved, so it's get to see this girl a lot. Love it. <laughs> so this This day we dove into Jeremiah 33, 34, and then a bit of Timothy, 1 Timothy, Psalms, and of course, Proverbs. So in Jeremiah 33, it's talking about promises from prison. God says to call on me and I will answer, show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Basically saying, if we rely on God, then he'll show us the even greater wonders, which is eternal life and heaven with him. So, and then it goes on to talk about David's lineage will never fail. And then basically promising that if David is faithful, his lineage and his ancestry that comes after him will continue to be in power. And then did you get anything from I did, actually.
1: um, In the very beginning of the um, scripture that we read, it was verses 2 through 6. And basically something that just stood out to me was that it was kind of saying, like, if you don't trust in the Lord, then he will leave you. Not leave you, but like kind of I don't how, know how, how to forsake, that. <laughs> if we forsake God, God will forsake us. Yeah, exactly. So okay. that's something that stood out to me. And then at the end, verse six, it says, nevertheless, the time will come when I will heal Jerusalem's war, war, oh my gosh, wounds and give it prosperity and truce peace. Yeah. So basically saying that in the end, he
0: will heal you and be there for you. Exactly. And then Jeremiah kind of dives, uh, 33 dives into promises and talking about if you break your promise to God and if you break your covenant to God, the promise and covenant God made with you is null and void. It's irrelevant, it's thrown out the window. So God doesn't really do uh, broken promises. Yeah. And then he goes to say, from destruction to restoration, he's going to re- basically destroy this city, yet restore it to even great, greater prosperity. And that's just talking about the prominence of the character of God's covenant. So Jeremiah 34, God warns Zedekiah of the soon fall of Jerusalem and sin of setting the slaves free and bringing them back to inter back into servitude. Basically, kind of repeating the if you break my promise, I'm gonna break what I told you I was going to do. It kind
1: of reminds me of like when friends make a promise, you expect your friends to keep the promise. Exactly. And then if it doesn't, it kind
0: of like comes back to you in a way. Exactly. Like if if you promise that you're going to do something for me or that we're going to do something together and then you're just like, oh, psych, like, no, not not going to happen. Of course, I'm going to be bugged, but it's not going to make me want to do anything good for you either. Yeah, exactly. So first Timothy four, one through 16 is kind of what we dove into. And this is Paul talking to Timothy. Did anything in Timothy kind of stick out to you? Um, not really, okay. honestly. <laughs> so for me, it, it kind of talked about like the more we exercise our spirit, the better the results. So kind of an example I thought of is the more you exercise in the gym, the better the results are gonna be with your physical body. So we need to also be doing that with our spiritual body and continuously going into prayer and going into our quiet times with God and just continuously repenting and asking God what he needs from us, what he wants for our future. And basically saying, we wanna look good on the outside, but we to be able to do that, we have to honor God with Our bodies. We have to honor God with our spirit and whatever you're doing either with your body or with your spirit, it's going to affect your eternity. Yeah. And people always say, well, you only live once. Mm, Do you really? Because it says as soon as you become a Christian, your old self dies with Christ and you are now risen again in faith. And even when you pass
1: on earth, you go up to heaven with God and you
0: live up there with him forever. Exactly, so it's like, it's essentially, if you're adopted on the earth into a family, you're essentially adopted twice because you're adopted into the family of God and the family of Christianity. So one thing is never just once. It's never just a one and done thing with God either. Verse 14 says, do not neglect your gift, which was given to you through prophecy when the body of the elders laid their hands on you. So a lot of times the elders in the church would just like kind of touch their shoulder and be like, okay, so this is the gift that God is giving to you. Move forth and bring this to the world. It could be something as simple as being great with woodworking, being great with metal or being a a phenomenal writer but you need to be using all of that for the glory of God it kind of reminds me of like when you were younger
1: in like elementary school how your teachers would ask you what do you want to be when you grow up or like what are your hobbies or what are you good at and it's kind of like you
0: think about it but like you never really realize it until you do it you know exactly i didn't think i was going to be good of working with kids and working with middle school and high schoolers until i kind of just like okay god here i am i'm I'm ready and then i kind of just dove all in and just loved it like okay I feel at peace, I don't have any anxiety with this. This is really awesome. Yeah,
1: I feel like even when you become like an intern or a junior intern, in my case, you kind of just like, you're like, okay, I don't know how this is gonna work out. So you're really just putting it all in God's hands. Yeah, it's
0: like, um, completely internally crying on the inside every day, but that's okay. (laughs) Tears aren't falling on the outside and I'm just giving it all to God. Yeah. Um, Psalms 89, one through 13, completely reminded me of the song, I Could Sing of Your Love Forever, just talking about all the glorious things that God's love brings to our lives and all of the things it's gonna continue to bring and essentially continue to take away. It takes away the shame. It takes away the guilt and the darkness and just every every bad thing, his love takes away. Yeah. Um, Proverbs 23, not 23, Proverbs chapter 25 verse 23 and 24 was a weird one. It talks about not being a quarrelsome wife and it's better to live by yourself in like the corner of the world or something like that. I don't remember the exact words, (laughs) but it, it stood out to me of it's better to live alone and by yourself in peace than it is to live with someone who's toxic and who's gonna constantly bring you trouble. And it's better to live by yourself than with a quarrelsome wife in a great mansion. So it would be better to live in a shack in the woods than to live on Main Street, having a fancy house, (laughs) dogs in the yard, kids playing on the trampoline you'd be better off being by yourself and being with God. Yeah, I agree 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, I, that wraps up our day today. I hope you guys are keeping up with your reading. I know it's hard because school's kind of happening again, taking our kids to all of those after-school meetings, after-school oh, yeah. activities. <laughs> so much school has been dinner, happening. All of that. But I encourage you to just continue to... Stay with this reading because it's so worth it, and just honestly so fulfilling. Um, and we're honestly at the home stretch. We're we are almost done. We've got like two and a half months left. Something um, like and that. We're <laughs> almost done. An entire Bible in the year. All right. Well, we'll see you next week.